0: Around the world and across the ages, this is podcast 30 of the Cavern Today, dateline November 2007. This is investigative news sensation Dalkin Starbine, your host for this podcast. It's been a few episodes in coming. But we're now at the end of the first season of Uru Live. It is without question, a definite earmark in missed history, as we've now achieved what only just a few years ago seemed an impossible dream. We're now in postseason status, and we're all the better for it. Uru has seen a new publisher, a new audience, a new site. Heck, It's even seen a new name. Mist Online, Uru Live. Gone are the days of cavern stagnation and the all-too-familiar locations in the Nexus. Arrived are the days where the bookshelf your Relto is under constant reorganization, as is the state of Relto itself. We've gone from no events, aside from explore created events that only bring in a handful of people, to story-driven events that draw crowds that quickly beat on the population limitations. It is most surely a great time to be an Uru fan. That's not to say that all events have been of the onward and upward variety. The cavern is undergoing adversity like it has never seen before, and some of it has hurt feelings of explorers, scared investors away, and damaged some areas of this precious archaeological site. To bring our fellow explorers out of their reverie, and also to celebrate some of the greatness that can be found in the cavern, we bring you some normal staples such as news, TCT talk, And Sherry's, that's just me, of course, as well as a new musical piece by Jeff Wise called The Fountain, written for Edward Sogal. a new advert called Mush, and finally, a new Mad Lib. We celebrate the whole of the beginning by bringing you Ending. Podcast 30, Ending Exodus.
1: This is Nareem with your November TCT News report. The 1st of November started without much fanfare. Marie Sutherland answered some questions in Agoura stating that a new age, Anone, would be available within the next few days. However, soon after this, Kate Alexander soon linked into a neighborhood and Dr Sutherland departed to converse with her. Soon after, at 11am Cavern Time, Kate Alexander herself linked to Agoura and gave a shock announcement. I am leaving my post at the DRC and the Cavern. I will no longer be a part of the restoration effort. This shock report was later followed up by an official DRC key message which stated that she was citing that the restoration effort is not giving her sufficient return in her investment to justify continuing her investment. A fact that seemed to be corroborated by Nick White who stated that he personally thought Miss Alexander had only ever been in it for the money. Following this statement, it seems that the rest of the DRC started to discuss how to approach its development and its impacts on cabin life. Day 2 was mainly marked by the opening of Anone. This new age is interesting in that it appears to depict the same age in various stages of development, and appears to have links to Guildsman Kaddish of Kaddish Tolesa fame. It also seems to be the perfect age to share with others, so be sure to take a friend with you for maximum enjoyment. The book, released by Dr. Sutherland at 5pm, is located in the Watcher's sanctuary in the same enclave as the Okana Linking Book. However, it wasn't until November 3rd that explorers discovered another location accessible from Anone, a part of the island mansion of Kavir. This location plays a significant role in much of the Denis history we have from Agent's wife, Catherine, in that it was the home of Vivus, a former guildsman and skilled writer of Deneer, who, because of feelings of betrayal, aided in the fall of the great city. This interesting discovery was unfortunately accompanied by some foreboding news. Many explorers spotted and heard a flock, for want of a better term, of what appeared to be Barrow flying around Karaf's arch. Phil Henderson was also encountered in the Beginner's Bevan at this time, stating that they are coming and they are here, seemingly referring to the impending arrival of the malicious Baro, This bad news was further compounded by the resignation of Dr. Iduru Kodama, another long-time DRC member, at 10.05pm cavern time. He stated that, without funding, the restoration will not continue, and until such a time as funding is restored, there is little point in him remaining in the cavern. He also stated that he himself could do little to help with the Barrow crisis, but stated that once funding is found, he hopes to make a return to the cavern. The following day, the 4th, brought much discussion on the Guild front. Rotelti, the DRC-appointed Guild advisor chosen from the ranks of the Explorers, today gave a speech regarding some research he had conducted into the history of the Guilds, which included some threats directed towards the during the guild's early days which the guild system apparently was able to solve through established communications with non-guild members of the city. He then suggested that this could be an effective tool in today's cavern and perhaps could help against the Barrow, an echo of Dr. Watson's statements a month ago. Also today was a statement from Dr. Sutherland that neither her nor Victor Laxman were intending to leave the community and further information gleaned from explorer J.D. Barnes suggests that Dr. Sutherland thinks having the explorer community step up into the gaps is a good idea, but that, quote, the tools and infrastructure to do so do not yet really exist. However, of all of the days of this week, certainly Monday the 5th was the most dramatic of all. From as early as 12pm cavern time, reports were made by explorers regarding the presence of Barrow in the Kavir area. Soon after, it was revealed that a link was to be found in this area to none other than Mist Island, the legendary personal island age written by Catherine and Tiana that belonged to Atris, Catherine and their family. The age is limited in what is accessible currently to the library, but it is expected more parts will become accessible in later months. However, following this finding, Barrow sightings increased dramatically until, at 5.10pm cavern time, Yisha herself appeared in Kavir with something of a Barrow honor guard. She explained that, as stated by Dr. Watson and Phil Henderson, that there was a clear division amongst the Barrow, and whilst many of them were friendly, there were a significant number who wished revenge for what Yisha described as torture. She also stated that the evil Barrow's leader was missing a patch of skin on his shoulder, which had been removed by the Deni man Escher, which many explorers would have observed on playing Cyan's Mist 5 game. She again reiterated that destruction is coming, and that we must make a home. Following this statement, a key mail was later sent out by Victor Laxman, explaining that both he and Dr. Marie Sutherland were also leaving the cabin on what they described as our mission, to find more funding for the cavern. They encouraged us with our own task to unite and keep the cavern safe, and they hoped to return with good news in the near future. However, the mass exodus didn't end there, with Douglas Sharper, who has received much criticism recently from the cavern for his somewhat belligerent attitudes to the Barrow threat, leaving himself the following day. Clearly, the cavern is being transformed, And with the DRC no longer seeming like they are going to have an active role in the cavern, it appears that it will be the explorer community who will have to keep the cavern safe and together negotiate this Barrow threat. This is Nareem for The Cavern Today, signing off.
2: Shara. This is Montgomery, your TCT investigative reporter, with some breaking Cavern news. In a rare show of concern for the safety and well-being of the Explorer community, the DRC announced today public access to the DRC's own emergency medical facilities in the Cavern. Dubbed MUSH, which stands for Mobile Underground Surgical Hospital, the paltry, uh, excuse me, modest facilities are located behind the tent in the Dakota. Already, several of the more active explorers, have taken advantage of the facilities. Moog had the opportunity to talk to the chief surgeon, Reseng 238, during a brief lull between emergencies.
3: Television? Hello again, this is Mulog for the Cavern Today, and I'm speaking with Rezang-238. Doctor,
0: it's Dr. Rezang-238.
3: <laughs> Can I call you Rezdoc doc 238 No. Ah, okay, well, I, uh, I see you've got quite a few patients here. I'm, I'm surprised, really, because I think like a lot of us explorers, we've always felt like we're invincible, really. We have our Ralto books in case we fall or get stuck. Yes. You're all idiots. <clears throat> um uh, So, uh, what kind of injuries have you seen here? were those in alphabetical order or arranged by age? Uh, why don't you just tell me about the patients that are here now? All right. I hate This is Al... somebody. Oh, hi, Al. Oh, man, it looks like your whole arm is burned. Yes, Al thought it
0: would be fun to open the barrow door and add a chemo during a thunderstorm. Zap!
3: Ooh! That can happen? I had no idea. Go figure.
4: <laughs>
3: well, who are these people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Allergy, us, Just back from Teladin.
4: I'm from Terrible.
0: And this is the party from the OO Obsession neighborhood.
3: What? It's all arms and legs. And several faces? Lincoln paralysis. Worst case I've ever
0: seen. I think there are twelve people in there.
3: What are you going to do?
0: Nothing. It's untreatable. I keep them as a decoration. And a coat rack. in 238. Doctor. It's Dr. Resinge, 238.
5: Yes, doctor. We have another jumper.
0: Fine. Put him on the pile.
3: Yes, doctor. I thought that was a pile of discarded clothing.
0: That's a fair diagnosis. These are explorers who had issues with the guy who seen Birodor jump. Except that lady there. We had to scrape her off the side of Kadesh's pyramid. Damn
3: looters. Well, I don't think looters... Then there are these other jumpers here. I, uh... I'm sorry, I don't see who you're pointing to. Those little piles
0: of ash. That's what happens when you're not fast enough with your roto book while hopping around at a gear. I understand molten lava really hurts. Yeah.
3: I guess it would, really, when you think about it. Here, let's see if we can diagnose this lot. Okay, they're they're glowing. Um was it a problem with the key dispenser and the descent? <laughs> They wish.
0: No. These
3: geniuses drank
0: the lake water. Ah. Really? Just one Coke machine. Is that too much to ask? You know what? If the DRC put a Coke machine in the cavern, we'd probably try to solve it. Oh, yeah? Ahem.
3: Well, thank you, Resing-238, for taking the time to speak to the cavern today. Doctor. It's Dr. Resing-238. Doctor?
5: This patient is complaining that they have no face or hands.
0: (sighs) Nurse, call Lexman and tell him we have to move our golf game to 4 o'clock.
5: And welcome to another edition of TCT Talk, our roundtable chatterbox about the goings-on in Cavern. And today with us, we have Anthony, Janathus, <laughs> hey Dalkin, hello. Starbine, Wolfgang D, and our special guest. We brought a forums mod with us today, not. Okay, guys, let's talk. What's been shaken? We got the Exodus. Ooh.
6: Well, let's start with the... Uh, for the- subscription bit to the M-O-U-L site. Yes! Uh, we have two important points there. We can now sign up for a newsletter, which I just Yay. did. but I don't have a newsletter with <laughs> email box.
0: Apparently I was already signed up. And uh, <laughs> Apparently I'm not.
6: And they have the demo in there. And the demo, while requiring you to create a login for GameTap, does not require you to add a credit card and thereby be billed should you exceed the demo limitations, which... Are impossible anyway. Mm. The nice thing is is uh the demo gives you a good slice of Uru experience. You get to go to the cleft. And you can uh you can hood hop. I don't know if that's always been present in the, the preview slash demo. But mm-hmm. it's it does not preclude you from experiencing some part of the live experience for those who might not have credit cards or not might not be able to afford it. Oh,
5: I did not know. That. Itaya, you know, Uru plus all those games on Game Tap. Definitely worth it. Everybody's gotta get their salmon Sam max and Max. Oh
0: salmon max. Mm-hmm.
5: Speaking of episodic content, well yes. guys, here we are at the Exodus. And everybody, okay, h- who hasn't gone for a group swim in Anone? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, that's right. But I had a big swim party over in my Anone the Saturday it got released. I was like, okay, here's a bunch of invites, and I just handed out invites. I'm
3: like, here, everybody,
5: you know, roasting quabs. People were fooling with the with the current, though. I was like, had the little eyes, and they're shifting from side to side going, okay, who's messing with the current?
4: W- Leave the current saying?
5: off. Have you guys taken people into your ANA and a and then ha- – because we did a mass float. I had everybody floating in the water, and I turned on the current, and everybody started floating. But it was really bad because there was a whole bunch of people in the center pool, and then somebody turned on the current, and everybody was doing the tidy bowl swirl. It was like, oh, my God. Who
4: flushed? Who flushed? There no, it is. Oh, that's great. Know, happened. No, I
2: really haven't had anyone in – I had Janathus and then another person who tried helping me.
6: I had the ever-patient Irene Quench helping me, briefly. The funny thing is she was kind of standing in the lair just letting me mess up the puzzle again and again and again. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, why isn't this working? She's like, did you want me to help you with the puzzle
3: too? I said, like,
6: yes! Why else are you here?
3: <laughs> well, it was kind of weird. What was
6: that?
2: Anthony, I think your mic is possessed.
4: <laughs> what happened? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I, I want
5: to know. I want to know who the sadistic phys ed major was who came up with Anna. Link, take a lap. Link, take a lap. Link, take a lap. Oh. like Rand Miller is like this giant PE coach going, "Ah, you like you like being a Uru? Take a lap. You know, it's bad." It doesn't take
2: that many laps.
5: You know, for me, it was the world's most frustrating age. I, they call it. Annoyne or or I call it frustrated. It's like people are like kicking themselves in the head trying to get this thing done. And now that it's multiplayer, it's like all of a sudden it's like, "Hello, friend. How are you? Come with me." You know how many people ripped shoulders out of sockets, going, "Are you free right now? Great, come with me." You know? <laughs> how many people did mine, that?
6: Finally, mm-hmm.
2: I actually got Janethus to interact with people.
6: You know, that was the funniest thing is like people. Really have this this uh, mean notion of me? Like Wolfgang says, well, I don't suppose you'd want to come help me with Auntie. I said, sure. He's like, well, w- w- what? <laughs> I didn't say would you suppose. I said would you kindly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 Very cool.
2: Anyway, no,
4: come I didn't
2: say that you were mean. I just didn't seem that you were the person to be around at any point in time.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you never seem to be.
4: As around is in Uru Island, well,
2: an I, Island in a few of people.
6: What I usually do is I I jump into Uru and I do what I'm going to do and I get out because there are two times during the episode that I knew that either we were poised to get prime content or it was just a, a good time to be around people. And I'm sitting there and, I, and the lag is just killing me. I, I cannot take that. Like that's the reason why I upgrade my computer. Is I'm I this game's not running smoothly. Something's wrong. Something must be upgraded. And so...
4: <laughs> no,
6: it's not always your fault. I'm in the city, I'm like, I've got quad-core, I've got 8,800, why
0: is this so choppy?
6: So...
2: <laughs> Turn off your shadows.
0: I just got exploded from the lag.
6: So, I, I can't stand through that. Like, I, I'm happy to be in the Kavir that you get to when you go through the the, uh, the story instead of the one through the Nexus. Those are actually two separate cavirs.
4: But it was interesting when we
2: got to the... Uh public of here, when people were like, oh look, it's the TCT talk people. <laughs> they like, they refer to us as the TCT people. It was kind of interesting. We have
4: fans. Oh, we've got our reps now. Uh, we have I'm fans. Not... The question oh, is,
0: is that a good thing, or a bad thing?
2: I think it's a good thing. It's oh. just oh. that, up until that point, I hadn't seen anybody around who had recognized any of us, so that was kind of what shocked me.
6: See, what the problem <laughs> happened is... He doesn't pop them. up automatically and so I'm like I'll, I'll log, in, log into my hood and I'll run through d- to go to somewhere or whatever and or I'll be in the city and somebody will be there but I didn't see them or they're they're far enough in the distance that I think they don't see me and then I'll link someplace and I'll bring up my key for a reason and somebody said hi I'm like ooh I <laughs> wonder how long ago that was <laughs> so people are like this is, right is one of the
5: meanest- yeah I noticed yes. that yeah, it's pretty bad because you know when you link and it, it it's not there anymore, and you're just like ah oh, F two or having to go and get your key icon and get that open back up. Because when you're in the middle of a conversation and you're trying to and you're linking and and everything like that, and you are trying to get back into it with everybody. It's really distracting because you don't know if anybody said anything until you pop your key back open again. So and, I'm going to have to go in there and
6: and I want. I want the opportunity to be truly unfriendly to people, not to have it happen accidentally.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Smart.
5: <laughs> no, no, but um, the other night I went into the Gilded Greeters' Hood because there are a bunch of people there, so I, I popped in and I ran into our friend Ishmael. Now, Ish has been posting in the TCT forums and everything like that and I ran into was- Ish and I was like hey Ish and everybody's like hey it's Sherry from the cavern today I was like hi <laughs> how you doing and it was great because we were talking about Halloween and how how uh, perfect cones are to hold Halloween candy if you plug up the end and everything and it makes the perfect witch's hat and what have you mm-hmm. and I, I ran into this uh, one of the greeters his name is Poseidon he looked at me and he says the borrowed don't even bother knocking on a door they Link in, kill you, then take the candy and leave. It was <laughs> borrowed <laughs> trick-or-treating. I remember that. Wow. I remember. I, they would I was you. there
0: when, that, when he uh, said that.
5: Or oh you mentioned God. he
0: said that or something. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioned that he said that.
5: Yeah, because Dalkin, Dalkin was nice enough to go in with me and drop my pellet the other night. I was like, Dalkin, come with me. <laughs> <laughs> It was much
0: oh, nicer where...
4: than that. Yeah. I that know. if you want
5: to live. I was like, "Rock yeah. on, thanks, Tolkien." That was really cool. No, but I—I uh, I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm just very ranty about the whole Anony thing. I am because I mean, you get in there and. I started kicking quabs, and I'm like, rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those quabs a-moving. Did, did they oh, double the feet feet I Yeah. I did. Did they what, did double they the double quab the
6: count? count? I swear, it was, there was a whole lot more than I remember ever being in there. Those things are breeding.
5: Oh, it, it was bad, but now and they, they respawn. Back. Yeah, there it is. They respawn now. I was like, oh Relic no! They just keep
0: spawning, spawn
5: and respawn.
6: Did anyone get one on, on top of the impossible to jump on top of rock area?
5: Yes, Possibly. got one there. I that was
6: evil. I'm sure that wasn't chance, that that occurred.
5: Oh, but I have never heard such squeals of absolute pain than people going, "I can't get out to the island to kick that idiot quab up in there," and I'm like, "Swim, babies, swim!"
2: Just
4: swimming. Just keep
2: swimming. Swimming. <laughs> I had that running through my head <laughs> me, the whole time I was about it. A funny aside, back in uh Teapot, the first time I did it, I swam out to the island and swam past it. And oh. I kept swimming so hard that I turned and I'm like, wait, where's the IO? Oh. And it was behind <laughs> me by like ten feet in like, in scale, ten feet. I had missed it. I had did kept going past it.
6: Did you play in first person?
2: No, because I think when you're swimming, it forces you to uh, yeah, third person. Yeah, it forces it,
5: third person.
6: It doesn't.
2: Even in teapots, I think it did that. because
6: It doesn't anymore. I, I have to I have to manually switch it to third person.
0: I don't know. I couldn't get it, it to might, go to first yeah, person. It might switch Maybe you to third person if you don't have stay in first person turned on.
6: Those, those two things are not absolute. They don't work all the time. Uh, I don't have it on stay in first person because I don't like staring at the ladder as I go up it.
5: Yeah, it gets annoying. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing. Is that I couldn't look out the windows when I went up the ladders because it was always forced to third person, even though I would try to switch to first person, it wouldn't let me. Is, that's that's, the, a, that's the one thing
6: I could never get with the third person in, in Uru. And I've played f- third-person games before. Um, my favorite third-person control scheme is the one that they did in Splinter Cell, where you the camera was free control with your mouse, and mm-hmm. the, the controls for your character were directional based on where you placed the camera. Whereas... Mm-hmm. In Uru, the, the controls are relative to the character, and so the camera can flip-flop on you as you walk through a room or a corridor, and suddenly your controls are harder to do, and I, I just don't like that. I like first person. I can I can do things so much faster that way.
0: A nice thing about that is that, you know, because the camera does flip-flop on you, you don't want yeah. to all of a sudden keep going opposite directions. You know, it flip-flops and suddenly going backwards, flip-flops you're going backwards again, etc., etc. It doesn't do that because it's relative to the character.
6: Yeah, but with... Um, but
0: I would still prefer a third-person camera, third-person free free uh, camera.
6: Especially if you want to really look at something that, that they're not providing for you to get an angle on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, even with the
2: third person where it's relative to where you're facing, I keep running into walls because of that. Like it, I I can control easier uh, first person, probably because of the fact that we see in first person, so I imagine seeing in first person comes naturally, almost anything. But I keep running into walls. <laughs> I'll be running around down a corridor. Like, every single time something new com- has come out, I've gone back to Gareeson to check the uh, maintainer suit, in my dear hopes that they will eventually give it to me.
6: A small I'm aside. running into the walls, because I always like looking at Gareeson. How many people played have. Real Mist?
5: I have. Uh,
6: I did. I have.
5: I've played parts of it.
6: Fun. Okay, how many people were in the lighthouse in Real Mist?
5: Yes.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah? uh uh-uh. Okay. I've nope. gone through all of it, including nope.
6: The the, right. the lighthouse was the place where I understood the limitations of how they set up the controls, uh, where I'm continuously correcting the character's turn, going up those spiral stairs. Oh, yes. I think
4: I
0: might remember that. Yeah. Like that's it automatically turns for you. Well, you, If
6: you keep, like, no, you actually have to turn the whole time. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, dragging my mouse across, horizontally across my mouse pad. Stop. Move to the other side of the mouse pad. <laughs> drag it across the mouse pad. Again, as I p- continue to proceed up the stairs, because the character, you can't put him on, like, an even turn and just keep going up.
5: Okay. Yeah, I remember. Uh, allow me to steer the boat a little me. bit.
0: i used to having to compensate for it not yeah, turning. Yeah, let Sherry
6: steer the boat.
5: Uh, yeah, um, just steering the boat. Got to got to steer the boat because you guys it's are in the real rocks. yeah, we'll, we'll,
4: we'll, we'll, <laughs> Mickey, we'll never you guys co- are we'll a giant never rock. Come back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. we're we're the iceberg that sunk the Titanic.
5: Yeah, so, uh, might as well. No, but uh, <laughs> have you guys uh, going back to Anone, I'm still beaching, man. We're still on the beach. Did not yeah.
6: want to swim the perimeter to see if maybe there's things behind the other? Falsies,
5: yeah. falsies! Oh, the falsies are back now. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that there, there's some really cool detail going on? Because mm-hmm. when you go and you're running around on the falsies, if you've got bare feet, you don't make any sound. But the minute you put on your boots or you put on any type of heavy shoe, you, it, there's sound of you running across the 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 little. The little catwalks in the back of the falsies. I thought huh. that was the coolest thing. That is such incredible attention to detail. I thought that was really really well, neat. Well, there's
2: something like yeah. that if you go in the little uh, passageway in Greason, going back
4: mm-hmm.
2: to where it has the grating it's between the maintainer room and the control rooms for each team. Mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. grating as you're running along, it will change it will only make sounds of you running on grating while you're on top of the grating yeah. So you'll be hearing run 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 grating 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 run run grating grating run run grating grating. It's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting that it's that's there that it's actually that detail.
5: No. And then but... in addition
2: to that, you've also got the um, the EAX or whatever it is now the OpenAL I guess that alters the uh, the audio effects. So when you're in the cavern and you're running around um, through the tunnels, it echoes a lot more. So that yeah. has even yeah, more
4: variation. Yeah,
5: there has been a big to do. And, Al, Al, you've been in the middle of this because I know you've been watching it. There is a big to-do going on that people are really upset that the other night Yisha came in to talk to everybody. And a lot of people hadn't finished on on so they couldn't have gotten to Kavir. Mm-hmm. And she actually sat and talked in Kavir, and there are so many people that are so upset because they they want to be there at ground zero when the action happens. And it, you know, I've I've had it happen once in five years. You know,
2: I don't think I've had it happen at all in five years. So you've got one up on me.
5: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've been there almost every single time.
5: Yeah, I know you have, Dalkin, But I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of people that are really I know really frustrated. I yeah. think
0: you, you can kind of
6: get the feel for when something is about to happen. For some reason, other yeah. I think they they try to target you know when things are at their peak. So if you really see a lot of activity, if you gravitate near it, you'll probably hit. Especially yeah, if you I, see the city staying full, it's it's probably a good time to stay in there. The everyone, I,
0: just, I, I think it's me. just because I'm TCT's top reporter,
5: and you know what? Uh,
4: oh. No, no, uh,
5: uh-uh. uh. Because we were at my swim party, and the swim party got called on the fact that the the burrow started whizzing around Carras Arch. I was like, "What in Carras' name is happening out there?"
2: Yeah, and I didn't know we know. We all- what was that all about the burrow? Do we know,
5: dude? I have no idea. Because it was-
2: I was I wandered in mm-hmm. to pity, uh, and I hear all that noise and all these people, and I saw Dalkin in there, and I just I was it was kind of funny because I'm walking down, look at the arch, and like, oh. Borrow should that have happened? Like, should my response have been kind of dull like that? Should it have been more.
0: Basically, um, the way Yusha implied it was that you know, and it what it looked like to me basically was that the quote unquote evil borrow were in the cavern and the good borrow were protecting us from them. You know, in the cavern,
4: uh-huh.
0: and that that's what all that was about. And, I had a well, feeling they couldn't get near us know, for some. Bind by- dot.
2: Right. You know, some I people said it, really- it looked like they were dogfighting.
5: No, but we, uh, you know, when we got in there, it was a lot of people really having a fit about this whole thing. And what was nice, I have to give props to there were some icy players that were in there and that were making the most of this whole thing. And it was so cool to read, you know, because I, you know, to me everything is OOC. You know, I everything's out of cavern. I'm just me, and you know. I just you know it's it's a place I go to have fun and so you know for me to watch these these people that were staying in character and totally going to the nines I mean it was a great show and for all the times that I've missed the DRC characters coming in and Yisha coming in and what have you it's like that was a real treat You know, so I got to give props to Moiti Jean and her crew. They were just absolutely outstanding. Because for me, it was just like, yeah, okay, there's some story happening. I feel like I'm a part of things. You know, so for Average Joe Explorer, you know, those IC folks really do a public service. And I don't know, I appreciated it. Okay, Exodus. What does it mean? It's like, okay, DRC, exit, stage left. Okay, bye. Love ya. See you later. Have fun trying to find whatever you're finding. Yeah, anyway, I
6: was, but what? I was, was I the only one who's a little ambivalent about that?
5: I was more than ambivalent. I didn't care.
6: It's kind of like okay, I I'm didn't le- care. I'm either. leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I, was I think like,
5: that was
2: almost the point that I was trying to make. I didn't even care when the bar was there. I think that was what I was trying to say is that yeah. for some reason, like this is supposed to be the big thing. Everyone's getting into it, and for some reason, I felt out of everything. For some reason, I couldn't yeah. get into all of the stuff that was happening, which was kind of odd.
0: I think I got into it because I wanted to. Like, maybe I was too, much, I too concerned
2: with finishing Anonim, maybe. Like, I'm, I think somehow I wanted to solve all the puzzles, and I was kind of ignoring the uh, what was actually happening, which is kind of sad.
6: I wouldn't have finished it in time to actually have had even the potential to be there for Yisha had I not uh, had my per- multiple personality disorder.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. And it's. I think uh, one of the
2: things, sorry, that uh, has kind of impacted things more than anything else is just the episodic nature kind of kills the mood a little bit because the DRC show up and then for a week they're hanging around a little bit, but not really, and then they just uh, just
4: poof again.
5: Yeah, see, that's it right there for me. I think that's what kills it. Yeah, and it really is. It's one of those things where okay, the DRC show up for a week, you go to the forums, you read the chat logs, and then that's it. You know, it's not really. they did not make it so that it was immersive. It, it, it felt to me like, oh, God, here go the DRC guys again. What are they saying? Okay, thanks, and move along. It's like I'm more concerned with my family. I'm more concerned with you guys. I'm more concerned with things that directly affect me because the, what the DRC doing is doing just, it has relatively no effect on me except for the release of the ages. And, okay, there's murmurs of this, murmurs of that. I mean, look, it, when Kate hit the cavern, It's like she was completely vilified before she even got a peep out. And then, you know, she leaves. And, you know, to me, the entire time was, let's see where she goes. We did not see them all the time. And if they want to have these characters that are going to be riveting these people to this storyline, they have to be there all the time. It has Mm -hmm. to be a daily thing. It has to be, oh, my God, what happened yesterday? It wasn't here. You know, and those things. It's not just a week. It needs to be all the time. Just keep us moving through this because if you log out for a day, you know, they, you, there's the potential that you could miss something if they do it like that. That's what in the videos, when Josh Staub and Rand are talking about it, that are on the videos that are on the um, Miss Online homepage, when they talk about it, it's you, know, you could come in the next day and something would change. No, it's one week, things change, and then for three weeks, it does nothing. So, it's, to me, very, the DRC leaving is all of about as useless as borrow poo on a pump handle to me. It's like, bye, see ya, love ya, G- glad you were here, ta-ta, you know, because I didn't care. But what I did care about, what I did care about, and I'm not, let's go, baby. Okay. Kavir, Kavir is cheesing me off. Because I just finished reading the Mist Books. Every single thing that happened in that in Kavir was a bad thing. Ashes of Inception are in one of the of the fireplaces in there. And if you don't know what Inception is, Inception was the first um age that Atris ever wrote and then mm-hmm. burned it you know because Ian. again gen's just a psychopath but yeah. you know ashes of inception are there then the whole the first seeds were planted for the 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 collaboration of Swarnir and Viovis and Aggeras for the fall of Denis. okay mm-hmm. nothing good has come from being in that house atrus was locked in the attic of that house no Kavir, I, you know, I went over to Kavir, I linked over there, I got the chills. It made me physically sick to my stomach, and I had to leave. So, for me, having Kavir celebrated is just mm, no.
2: Okay, breathe. Breathe. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> breathe. Ah, No, um, no I, I agree. It's kind of a creepy place. I think so many people attach this a sentimental value to it because that's where we first met Atrus. I mean, you can't get much more sentimental than that, honestly. But, I don't know if it's really necessarily a bad thing that it's opened because I personally see it as a, uh, an educational experience where I can, you know, people can can go there and, and learn about the bad things that have happened. And I think that locking it away in the back room where nobody ever has to see it again is Sort of on par with what the Dunny used to do with their history that they didn't really care for. They just lock it away and then, oh, we're not going to talk about that. And then if something happens that's similar to it, they just lock it away and, oh, we're not going to talk about that. And so nobody really ever seemed to learn from the problems that they were having because they just hid it in the corner. So I don't think we should hide if in the corner. I think we should use it as a way to teach people about the bad things that have happened.
6: I was also noticing that the window that you're at there, the lake is really making a noticeable impression of light there.
4: Uh-huh. So Yay. it would be
6: another, a good place to show that our lake lighting effects are actually having some kind of effect on it.
2: And also, when we went there, when there were actually quite a few people there who were actually having really in-depth discussions about things that had been happening and their opinions, which was kind of interesting that it was even more so than some of the Hoods and even Agura, right. that it was actually kind of a meeting place where people were coming together and discussing these things that I actually hadn't heard people discuss
6: before. And even in the well-populated Kavir, things were actually running pretty smooth.
4: Yeah.
6: Well, yes, but you're, okay. yeah, you're concerned about things moving smoothly.
0: For me, Kavir was basically what got me into Myst in the first place. When I first played the original Mist at three years old, the real thing that got me was when you saw this, this one little small part of the age called Dunny. And that was all you saw. And I'm like, I want to see more of this. This place is like really cool, you know, because, you know, you'd see all of, you know, like Channelwood and Stoneship and stuff. Isn't it and funny how the
6: first time you play that, you're, you're thinking, they've probably got it all there. They're just not letting me have it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, that was also, you know, I was three years old. So, you know, so you're know you definitely thinking that. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I was like, that room where you first see Atris, that was what got me most obsessed.
5: He was trapped there, though. That's what I don't think a lot of people understand. He was trapped there. Him being there was not a good thing, you know? But that
2: doesn't mean that people can't get a good emotional connection to that place, even if bad things happen there. It's still keeping no. people together.
5: Yeah, so. it's it, truth truth in that and, and, and mm-hmm. I do accept that and, and I, you know for me though it's I, I agree with all of that and the fact that we can't forget it's like the Tarani and the Re- Relima the Relima were the unseen the, the little slaves that were in Tarani and in the book of Denis you know you saw that they had to bust through a piece of flooring to get down into that vault and that one guy um, is going just burn the book burn the book, and they go through, and when they find out that they are not native Denis, that they're not pure-blood Dini, the tyranny to- completely and totally turned on them. But the whole point there is that, I mean, we, it's not good to hide the history, but at the same time, it is one of those things where I think Kavir should be dealt with in reverence. It should not be celebrated. I think it should be just a place of contemplation. Of, you know, this is where our past is, and this is what happened here. It was the fact that, oh, Kavir, every time it's mentioned in that book, it is in a negative context. I mean, the first time Anna goes to, you know, Kavir, it's for Viovis' big book thing, because he got made like a a grandmaster in the Guild of Writers. You know, she can't go through the book because Viovis is like, oh, she's not invited. This happened on Kavir, you know, so for me, it's like, oh,
4: but you
6: have to remember, though, that the Dani were around 10,000 years before we ever contacted them. So they had, mm-hmm. you know, at least nine plus thousand years of good history in Kavir.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his dad was supposed to Viovis's dad was supposed to be, you know, what was his name? Rikari, I believe. Uh, uh, Rikari, I think. Yeah, Carry. Rekeri. I mean, Lord Rekeri was uh, supposed to be a really decent guy. I, what, what Was he in the Guild of Surveyors? No, he wasn't. Uh, that was Atrus and... Um, oh, God. What was uh, Rekeri... What guild was he in?
2: Oh. Now you're going to put me on the spot. And I don't yeah, really I am, Al. The top of my head. <laughs>
5: oh, God. But anyway, you know, he was a really decent Grandmaster. And I don't know. It's just... That whole thing with Kavir, it's like, be aware of the history. I mean, listeners, if you guys have not gone out and read the book of Atris, the book of Tiana, and the book of Denise, go get it. Mr. Reader, go to your local bookstore, $20 will get it for you. Go get it, read it, cover to cover, because that's good reading, and it'll get you up to speed. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, yeah, it, it, it really, truly gets you up to speed. Because for me, you know, everybody had read these before they got into Uru. So, they had a picture in their head, but they hadn't really experienced it. And for me, after it, being in the middle of the missed reader and going through and reading it, I knew exactly where they were talking about. And what touched me so badly is that I went through, and Al, I want to thank you for the Denis Pedia Writer's Ring. Absolutely mm-hmm. awesome reference. You're material. very welcome. Um, the, the Jeteri district, I never knew that was, that was named after a king's, dead, uh, a, ki- uh, a king's child that had died right after childbirth. I did not know that. I thought that was absolutely incredible. And so, you know, it's like it's getting up to speed is, you know, and getting into the backstory because now we're moving into guilds and all that other stuff, which is totally covered in the Book of Denis. You want to see how it's supposed to be done? That's where you go. That's your reference material right there. That's your that's your canon that says, okay, this is the how-to guide. Okay, You know, so I don't know. With the DRC leaving and such, I'm like, bye. Let's roll up our shirt sleeves. Let's get this done because I, I, I'm not going to sit around on my thumbs here. Yeah, I that's mean, kind of been my
2: attitude, too. It's like, okay, now the yeah. DRC is leaving, and now it's time for us to step in and get stuff done. So let's get stuff done. Yeah, Yay, yeah exactly.
5: Done. You know, it's that motivation because you know in your head, that it can work, that it will work. Because, I mean, my questions, my really deep-seated questions are, what are you willing to do for the community? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do and step up? Are you willing to work with people? Are you willing to hear people out then, you know, and embrace what they have to say? Are you willing to meet someone that you might not necessarily like? Are you ready to meet them halfway? Like Viovis and Atris did so many times. Are Are you you willing
2: willing to be in character?
5: Yeah. Yeah, for me, huh? I don't know. I'm a little wacky that way. (laughs) I'm
2: willing to try. I've tried. Like It seems to me that my character in this ends up being incredibly similar to an out-of-character, so I'm pretty safe on that. But I'd actually like to help, because it would be nice if there was more stuff happening. All these... Because I keep hearing uh, rumors about all these things that these people are doing, the Mm in-character stuff, like what you were mentioning before, and then I've heard some other things, like the art-stealing one that was a while back that Mm -hmm. was happening. That was actually seem kind of interesting and where that should happen where you know you turn a corner and oh look something's happening here that would be nice
4: uh-huh.
0: what if you found this this cavern you know and and these ages and stuff from just explored that's my premise for Dalken starbine is is that's just me And Mm -hmm. it's just me in these situations. And it's really fun to do.
5: You know what, That's It's really funny. Uh, The lady who came up with the meeting place, the TMP, we have a a hood and everything. um, Her name's Susie. Susie always said that the whole point is you are you. And you are the person that's in the situation. And for me... I, my, my character, and a lot of people don't recognize me without the apostrophe between, you know, how how it's spelled, S-H, apostrophe, A-E-R-I, and it's really funny because they, when they look for me, they look for my apostrophe, and so they're like, oh, there's Sherry, and I'm like, oh, hi, how you doing, and it's funny because my character in Cavern is who I am in real life, I can't change that, because for me, I can't play a role, when I'm in Cavern, I am who I am, which is I'm always trying to help I'm always a, a, willing to teach. I'm always willing to share knowledge. I'm always there to help my community be all that it can be, just as I volunteer out at the Springs Preserve, just as I, you know, you know, teach a class over in there.com. You know, that's who I am. And it jives incredibly well with what the cavern does.
0: You are you. If mm-hmm. you don't understand what's going on, that's part of your character. Is you don't know what's going on, and you can, if you decide to, you can take it upon yourself to go and. And here, I what's thought you were just
6: bringing, it. in, you know, the ignorance of negative two. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, oh,
5: Al, <laughs> <I'll> moderate him.
4: <laughs> My Please.
0: Okay.
6: Be nice. Um, well, it's just like Sherry said, though. When it's you when, when you get the history, you, you really deepen the experience quite a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you choose to find out, you know all about all this stuff, you go, "Oh, hey, that's cool." You know, you find out like how all this stuff is connected and how it all fits in to the puzzle that is Uru.
6: S- speaking of connected fun. and fitting in, I was wondering. We've been to the Guild Hall. We've been to the Watches Sanctuary, and of course, we've been to Kavir. Kavira is obviously far distant because it's in a part of the lake that's well-lit, which, as far as we can get around the city, there's no signs of that. But I believe Agura is where the final struggle between Atrus and um, Beovus occurred. Yeah. And it talks about him running from, like, a housing district down there. But we have not seen that in the city, which means that I wonder how much of the city will actually manage to be able to connect to that story.
5: But, But we're only in Agura, Though, think about this, and just for, in a map kind of perspective, Janathis, we are in Agera. This is not city proper. City proper is far and away from um, Aguera itself. So, I, I don't isn't know. The,
0: isn't it on the cavern wall behind Agura?
5: I, I think so. Like we okay, yeah,
4: where
0: it, is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the Capitol wall behind Egera. Uh, but I mean, the city like proper is basically...
2: See, just, we can't even see the city proper because we can't actually... Or we can see... I don't know if we can see it. Because the museum yeah. is on what side of Agura It might be on the side. Yeah. I don't think we can actually see the city proper from where we are in Egera.
5: There is one point I want to make, though, is that a lot of people... I've seen this, and Al, Al, back me up on this. There are a lot of people who are kind of getting tweaked out on this whole DRC thing leaving, and uh, you know, oh, Urlev's going to close, and blah blah blah. It's okay, the storyline, and I think Ray Dragon posted an effect of this. I think, Al, mm-hmm.
4: yeah,
5: that that Al, explain that because I mean, you are the you are the guy, you are the man on the scene.
2: Well, okay, um, part of the reason I think why people are getting so tweaked off is because. The explanation for why the, the restoration shut down in the first place in 2004 was the DRC lost their funding. Um, and that was mainly because the decision was made very early on to sort of tie Ubisoft's funding directly to the funding that was being funneled to the DRC. They actually put out a press release to that extent. But this time around, they've tried very hard, I've noticed, to, to sort of separate um, the in-cavern and out-of-cavern um Funding situation. So with Kate leaving and taking her money with her, um, I think a lot of people, especially those who have been around when Guru Live closed the first time, sort of drew the parallel that Kate's leaving. Well, that must mean that all the money is leaving, which must mean that GameTap's pulling the funding, which means that the game's going to shut down. And I, you know, I don't know as though it was necessarily the best solution to you know try to kick the DRC out of the cavern for three months and explain it in cavern somehow. But I think. It was probably pretty much the only way it was going to happen i can I can certainly understand why people are tweaked because it it it, sort it of does fell sound metaphoric yeah it it sort of fell in line with what happened last time, but
6: it sh- I think it should have been something more like we need to replenish not so much we need more funding
5: yeah, that's the whole thing is that for me, this whole the destruction is coming, find a way, make a home. It was, to me, it said the destruction is coming, you know, it's like it It was art imitating life in the fact that okay, we had the you know, Ubisoft pulled out which destroyed our world, okay? Then we found a way, we did went through UU and all that stuff, then we made a home in Game Tap. So you know, for me, that tagline meant more than just, okay this is what's going to happen. I think that the DRC bailing out was the, the equivalent of Ubisoft going its way. And you know what? Now it's time for us to knuckle down. And it goes in parallel with that whole, the destruction is coming, find a way, make a home. It goes in parallel. Now, you know, we're in that phase where everybody's kind of in chaos. That we had when we were going into UU. We've got this chaos. But then we're going to have those guilds up and running. We're going to get, you know, explorers are going to really get down, get dirty, grab the shovels, push the barricades that the DRC put up out of the way and move forward. And I think that's probably the most important thing that everybody needs to keep in mind. Because season two is coming. We just talked about city proper. We've got all that to see. We've got so much that is possible. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if Cyan and Game Tap have inked that deal for Season 2 or what, but the cavern's there. It's alive and breathing. And I always say the cavern is what you make of it. It's It can't be spoon-fed to you. That's what the DRC did, and it was completely ineffective. You know, it was completely ineffective. So, you know, it's getting down, rolling up your shirt sleeves, and Get going for it. Get in there. Make a difference. Because each and every explorer in Cavern is valuable. Every single person contributes to the greater whole. So, I don't know. Uh, guys, I'm crazy like that, you know? Do, do we want to do predictions for Season oh, uh, missed. season 2? Well, Mist. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I a lot of people had a problem with that, because they thought they were going to get the whole Mist Island, but we only got the library.
0: Well, I knew we weren't. I, I'm hoping in the future uh, we'll get the entirety of the actual mist like w- what mist was supposed to be you know according to you know like not from the mist game but uh you know what is said it's supposed to be the actual miss. you know that's bigger and oh uh, yeah this is huge
5: stuff. yeah but remember guys we saw it in uh, end of ages that whole thing is set up in End of Agents.
6: No, what Dalkin means not, is the way the book describes it. Oh, like the okay. cabin is like on a hilltop, quite a walk from you know where uh, the boat ends up.
5: Oh, I, I missed that.
6: Think think minkata sized.
5: Oi vey! I
6: I wouldn't, but
5: uh, which then great.
2: means that the stranger from Mist was at least ten feet tall. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'd, I'd more towards Why 20. are these imagers so small? <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's get on to some predictions. What do you guys want to see for Season 2?
2: I'd definitely like ages. to see oh, yes, and the, and the ages from uh, uh, yeah. End of Ages, as well as more of the
6: uh, Great Shaft. Well, I think Kavir then. proved that yeah. the ages can be smoothly transitioned.
5: And look yep.
4: nice.
0: I'm yep. hoping by the end of Season 2, player content. More of the <gasps> city. That would be good, too.
5: Now Dalkin, don't be talking dirty to me about player created content. Don't even do that. I've been over in there I mean, for three years in at
0: in character uh, by Watson himself saying, you know, Isha can't find this whatever thing mm-hmm.
2: all of my ages
0: would be In the Dunny Ages. So we're gonna need ages written by you. That just says to me, player He's ages. Right
5: see i, I want to be able to make pens I want to be able to make pens and make the recvor. the what are the blank books called alumna uh cortina cortina yeah that's that's it but what I want to be able to make to
4: me, books and uh Jeez. I want to be
5: able to make blank books and and pens you know maybe join the guild of ink makers you know because the guilds that are out right now um guys I know we're in the guild of messengers and all that but me personally I'm in the guild of like,
4: writers
0: sort of uh,
5: Yeah, well, the whole thing... I'm going to be the Guild of Everything. Well, I don't... (laughs) None of the guilds that are presented right now are really my thing. They're really not. I mean, I'd prefer... You know, I would like to see an expansion. I'm hoping for the expansion of more guilds, the minor I work for the Department of Corrections
6: in Michigan, so I want to work for the (laughs) Guild of Corrections. Corrections. We're going to make anti-Ink. Oh,
5: my God. I I may have to join your Guild of Corrections. Yeah. It's the
4: Guild
0: of Whiteout.
5: No, 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 no! What he'll have is he'll he'll be in the. Uh, the Guild
6: of Auditors.
5: No, the, <laughs> no, oh,
6: no, You can call us the Guild of We Know Better. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, uh, I I I I would actually I'm love sorry. for them that eventually was to give us of that was actually really good. To kill a Oh God! Everybody would be in it. No, I want to walk a beetle. I want to have a pet beetle and walk him through the cavern. You know, it would like, be a oh, really big so beetle. Yeah, it would be. But it would be, be great because cool, then you could but chase people with transport. it. Look at my beetle.
6: I think that is something ah. interesting. We've never really seen the beetles that were spoken of in Dunny
2: history.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, we've seen something like them in Riven. The gold yeah. beetles make the ink as well. So maybe mm-hmm. they're probably something similar to. Uh,
5: but what's so neat though is it shows the possibility of us being able to do that. It shows the possibility. Oh, hey, Al. Yes. Um, question for you: Is there okay. anything you would like to tell all of the wonderful forums posters out there? Like, be nice, or, or. I would probably have to say we're not as bad as you think we are. Yeah, you guys have always been super, super sweet to me. I we mean, try. You know, are, are I mean you not pure evil.
4: All this no, time, we're I
5: thought, just humans. Yeah, but I really appreciate the work you guys do. Um, I mean, how many forums post a day do you guys weed through and lock and, and have to tell people in PMs, hey, don't be nice? and I Well, we read things.
2: through a lot of them, but we don't usually...
5: Don't be nice. Too much about most of them. I'll pass it on to all your fellow mods that, that there are people out there that really, really appreciate what you guys are doing. You really are what the glue that makes this so cohesive and us able to be able to find things in the forums and be able to see, you know, you know when you guys sticky stuff and everything, it makes it very easy. So thank you. It's really no,
0: very interesting. I have been over to the mole forums a lot, but uh, whenever I've been, it's been really, really easy for me to find whatever I've been looking for. So I really thank you guys for that, guys and gals, actually.
5: You're welcome. Major props. Okay. <laughs> and for the Cavern today, this was uh, Dulcan Starbine, Anthony, Janathus, Wolfgang, and our special guest, Almnot. And this has been Sherry for the Cavern today. We're signing off.
6: This is Janathus, bringing you the November edition of the Mad Lib. This edition is from the Odyssey Book 1 excerpt, originally translated by Stanley Lombardo, copyright 2000. New translation by Toroneco, copyright 2007. Speak, Donahue, of the colorful hero, the wanderer, blown off South American caterpillar time and again. After he insulted Troy's sacred ducklings, speak of all the piles of cds he saw the mines he photographed the suffering deep in his eyebrow at sea as he struggled to run and bring his men home but could not save them hard as he tried the chicken wire manufacturers destroyed by their own contraption when they ate the squeeze of hyperion the sun and the god atrophied out their day of crystal of these things advance tropical one and tell the tale once more in our time by now, all the others who had swindled at El Dorado, at least those who had flew the war in Jedi Knight, were safely back home, only Moog still longed to return to his goat and his wife. The time machine Calypso, a powerful goddess, and Splendiferous was clinging to him, in her nail clippers and yearning to reign him. The heavily armed uber clouds rolled by, and the year came in which the gods spun the atom for Moog to return home to Belgium though not even there did his delicatessens end, even with his unscrupulous ones around him. All the ducks pitied him except Poseidon, who stormed against the irregular hero until he finally flew his own native grandma.
5: Hi, everyone. It's Sherry again for the Cavern Today. You know, I often sit back and think of things in a big-picture kind of way. It's just how I'm wired, I guess. In my travels between worlds... I have seen such incredible differences between cavern life and life in other online worlds. So, while I was talking to my in cavern dad, I asked him, I said, why is it that people from cavern are so very different from any other place that we have visited? He looked at me in his wizened way and gave a chuckle. (laughs) He said, "'Sherry, you have to understand that it takes a certain type of person to be able to survive in Cavern. It's what I call the excellence filter, that is Uru in the Mist Universe. It takes a certain kind of person to be able to solve the puzzles. It takes a certain type of person to have survived all that we have as a community.'" Look at what we accomplished during our days after the death of Live back in 2004. That was a life-changing experience for so many people, watching our way of life disappear right in front of our eyes, then have the courage to rebuild it through Yu in the time of the Demolishard. Now we're in life, and for the last ten months, we have triumphed over our incredible loss and become more as individuals than who we were when we first stepped into Cavern. Then I asked him, I asked, why is it that when we go to other online worlds, people look at us strangely, treat us like second-class citizens, and give us grief for what we do naturally? Before Live died, I didn't even know what a griever was. Since I've been through the excellence filter, it's all I know to provide to others. I can't change the fact that when I do something, I am always trying to do it to the best of my ability. Why is it that some people have a problem with us because we are humble, intelligent, and honest? All of the time spent over the books of our world, whether it be the book of Atrus, the book of Tiana, or the book of Denis, even the king's journals near the palace alcove, or even the words of Yisha, we have all learned that pride is the great undoer, that it is not right to walk on the backs of the least. But people who aren't from cavern do malicious and prideful things, walking over others for the sake of their own pride. Why? I asked. He laughed, and he said, "'You have to remember, a lot of people can't do what we do naturally. "'That the excellence filter that is the Missed Universe "'has filtered out all of those people who can't grasp the ability "'to work together as a community without malice or bias. "'It has also filtered out all of those people "'who do not have the patience and perseverance "'that we have collectively as a people or as a community.'" I lowered my head and gave a troubled sigh. He could tell that I was frustrated with the fact that I am so used to a community that is without malicious pride that to be surrounded by all the vices that we disdain in Cavern was weighing on me. "'Not everyone can do what we do, Sherry,' he said. "'But be glad. Have joy in your heart that when you are in Cavern, you are surrounded by people who have endured the excellence filter.' It has made us who we are, a community of extremely intelligent human beings who have the ability to persevere, to survive dark times, and to stand up and lead without pride. We are humble, gracious, and all of the things we look for in people that we find valuable and admire. Then I had a moment of laughter as I looked at him and said, look at what our people can do. They can read and write and dunny. Some can even speak it. It takes a lot of dedications and patience to be able to do that. The puzzles are beyond challenging. Sometimes it takes multiple days to do an age. I don't know of a lot of people in other online worlds that could do that. And that made me feel better. To know that when I do my pieces for y'all, that simply you, like myself, have been through the excellence filter so you understand. We are inspired to be more than just who we are because we live the cavern way. I am thankful for each and every explorer that resides in Cavern. They are a testament to the excellence filter. So, I can walk around in Cavern, unafraid and humbly proud of the people that I encounter. After all, the Cavern gave me a family full of people that I respect and admire. So, when I'm not in Cavern, I've learned that I can carry the Cavern in my heart, knowing that I am a part of a group of people who are excellent individuals because of our way of life. I'd like to thank my Cavern dad for coining the phrase the excellence filter and being such a remarkable individual, teaching me that who I am is because I am from Cavern. But then again, you know what? That's just me, of course. For the Cavern today, this is Sherry signing off.
0: Again we close. This time... We close off a season of Uru Live knowing that another season will be bringing with it its new wonders and new explorations to be enjoyed. Thank you to all the team who have contributed to this podcast. First, thanks to Anthony for his work behind the scenes on the site, updating the feed and his participation in TCT talk. To everyone on the forums for contributing to the Mad Live. To Genenathus, for reading the Mad Lib, Assembly for the Podcast, and TCT Talk, to Jeff Wise for his musical piece, The Fountain, to Montgomery for his participation in Mush, to Moog for his participation in Mush, to Nairim for the news and participation in Mush, to Sherry for participation in Mush, TCT Talk, and her That's Just Me, of course, installment, and finally, to Wolfgang for his participation in TCT Talk. Before we let you go, we at the Cavern today want to just give this tiny warning. Be careful. You don't want to end up one of those groaning victims in the mush tent now, do you? Otherwise, see you all in the Cavern. For the Cavern today, this is Dalkin Starbine, signing off.